Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Nilesh Dungarwal, who is the co-founder of Work India, uh, which is India's largest blue collar and uh, gray collar job portal. Hi, Mr. Nilesh. Uh, welcome to ELI. Thank you. Thank you, Priya, for inviting us. Uh, Nilesh, I would request you to introduce yourself to the audience and then we'll you know, uh, start talking about Work India. Sure. Uh, this is Nilesh. I'm one of the co-founders at Work India. I've done my engineering in computer science uh, from Mumbai. Mm -hmm. Was that uh, I've worked in an investment bank uh, called Credit Suisse for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. uh, and then started working in 2015. Okay. Uh, when I started working there, I used to look at tech. Uh, in fact, uh, the initial few versions were created by me. Mm -hmm. But then I moved to business, I looked at sales, operations, all, all aspects of businesses, uh, right from uh, starting a new product to scaling it and then get generating revenues. Mm -hmm. Currently, I look at uh, all the overall operations at Work India. So that's that's a brief introduction about myself. Gotcha. So uh, uh, take us through the early days of Work India, why it was started in the first place. There were there are so many job portals out there. So why another job portal? So, uh, so what we realized is, uh, uh, right. So I was I, I I was just leaving credit service, uh, right. And uh, what we realized was that during our research was India has a population of one forty crore people, mm -hmm. right, and. Uh, Around fifty crore are working population right. uh, in India, right? Now twenty five crore is in agriculture, and the remaining twenty five crore is non agriculture, right? Yeah. Now inside this twenty five crore people, there are only one point three crore which are white collar. That's basically you and me, okay? Right? And around twenty three point seven crore was the blue collar population okay so when we basically understood that right uh, and one of our co-founders also used to uh, run another startup who is also the ceo of the company mm -hmm. so uh, he basically used to take help from this blue collar people that uh, for data entry and he used to ask like uh, from where do you get the job like aapko job and mm -hmm. they used to say, I get from John, I get from this middleman. But all of us super unhappy. Uh, mm -hmm. Right? And uh, there was no platform. So what we realized is that all the platforms that you see in the market is just concentrating on that 1.3 crore population, which is between you and me. And then there is a large mass, which is a 23.7 crore population, which are these needy people who, who were basically uh, out or uh, uh, done fraud by these middlemen or uh, these outside people, mm -hmm. and there's no one catering to them. It was okay. a large organized market uh, ripe for disruption, mm -hmm. and uh, that's when we decided that uh, this is a massive problem to solve for the country, for the world, and uh, that's where uh, we started Work India in 2015. Gotcha. So uh, the segment you are trying to disrupt, there is a reason uh, behind why it has not been disrupted by other traditional uh, job portals. 
uh, the reason is these people these people are not very tech savvy internet savvy uh, and you know they do not know the process of you know hunting for a job online so uh, how have you solved this problem through work india what's the differentiator of work india over uh, the other uh, job portals so uh, how how the evaluation uh, like the evolution has begun is that uh, so you and me right uh, were basically on desktops first then we came on to laptop and now we are on mobile phones mm. that's how the evolution has been and that's how all the traditional platforms have built the product on right mm-hmm. and this blue collar population never had this internet thing uh, before 2015 2016 uh, right mm-hmm. so the all the products which are by traditional companies are specifically for, for white collar which are not suitable so a delivery boy cannot go and apply for a job in a traditional platform mm-hmm. uh, uh, right so what we understood is till that point of time, WhatsApp was very popular, like WhatsApp, YouTube, Google were very popular uh, during even that time in 2015-16. And all our population who had limited who had limited internet connectivity in 2015-16 used to be on these platforms. And we basically under, uh, try to understand why are they using these platforms, although, not they, although they are not tech savvy. What we realize is that if we are able to create a product which is very very simple to use mm-hmm. because they were already using whatsapp youtube for the entertainment needs communication needs and if we are able to make uh, a platform which is as easy as them mm-hmm. right uh, this class of people this category of people who are into blue gray collar segment will also start using for the job needs uh, mm-hmm. right so initially when we developed the product, a lot of focus uh, we still do uh, was on simplicity, on mm-hmm. how can we make sure that uh, uh, the platform is super easy to use. Just mm-hmm. one like one very simple interesting fact was that in 2015-16, the internet connectivity was a problem. Uh, it used to be 2G, 3G, even 3G used to work like a 2G in some remote areas, right? Mm-hmm. And the first version that we had created, right, was an offline app. Okay. It was basically everything will be done on the background. Nothing mm-hmm. will be happening on the front end. And so that the candidates get the seamless experience without with no progress bars. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, that continued in 2018. And that, so that's how we actually started the first product. Uh, by thinking that uh, we have to make an app which should be usable even if there is no internet. Mm-hmm. So we have started from there now to 4G, 5G. Now obviously the app has evolved uh, a lot, uh, but that's 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 what uh, drives the entire thing. Got you. So uh, speaking of technology, I understand the platform uses AI technology uh, today. So can you elaborate on how AI is used in your platform and how it improves the you know uh, whole process? So, so there are uh, two core. Uh, systems that are the heart of the uh, working platform. One is the fraudulent job detection system uh, mm-hmm. with AI powered. And the second is 
the relevancy engine mm-hmm. right let me talk about the first one let me t- talk about the problem statement right so we found that our users had lot of is- had lot of trust issues mm-hmm. that they were very afraid that if i apply a, jo- a job for a online i will be basically cheated someone will charge money so they never trusted the platforms mm-hmm. because after a lot of user research talking to thousands of candidates we realized was and this is across india not for a particular destination is that these users have been cheated by middlemen mm-hmm. uh, right so what they do is they will post a job they'll get candidates they'll ask a form filling fee 500 mm-hmm. 500 bucks 1000 bucks and then the poor candidate will basically give them the money and then they will run away and don't give them a job and if you ask like any candidate uh, uh, right their relative or himself will would have been cheated by this middleman mm-hmm. right so we have built a system so we only allow genuine jobs we don't have a middleman on our platform uh, how does that right? work Uh, it's extremely difficult to basically remove them, right? So what we do is, it's a complex system. This is mm-hmm. a self-learning system, and today we have more than five hundred thousand data points, uh, using which we uh, self-filter. And the more data points, the better it becomes, right? Because it's AI-powered. Yeah. Right. The way we do it, we actually capture a lot of meta attributes mm-hmm. of the middleman. So, for example, if you come to our platform. not only we will save your email address phone number which is a common id but mm-hmm. we will also look at the imia number we, when you post a job we will also uh, uh, save a cookie on your platform mm-hmm. right and wifi uh, right ip addresses right and we save all of this information then we also do pattern matching that mm-hmm. there is a certain pattern using which uh, this uh, this middlemen's come in right and we have those uh, identified patterns where mm-hmm. we know that this is a fraudulent job right and mm-hmm. and and uh, today the efficiency is so high that out of 100 jobs that you see on work india mm-hmm. only 3% are middleman jobs or fraudulent jobs so oh, okay right? versus the other platforms there will be like 30 40 50% mm. uh, right because, uh, because in traditional platforms it's generally the phone number is the only unique id that you have mm. generally and sim cards are cheap right you will just get another sim card for 50 bucks and get a new one correct right so this is what done second there is a relevancy engine uh, making sure that the relevant candidate gets relevant job this is his needs and mm-hmm. the relevant employer is getting relevant candidates as per their requirement right also there are thousands of meta attributes patterns that we look at because on work india if you want to get a job there is no human intervention Mm. it's completely product driven on to the platform mm. right and that's one of the reason we have been able to provide on a monthly basis like 180000 jobs to people mm. on a monthly basis right uh, there are huge volumes uh, on our platform for finding mm. jobs got you uh we we understood uh, the problem statement we also understood the platform now tell us how do we make money as a venture uh, what what's our different uh, sources of revenue or uh, revenue channels we have uh, 
so there there is only one source of revenue that we make money from is from employers mm-hmm. by selling them subscription uh plans for their hiring needs as a philosophy we don't charge candidates mm-hmm. for candidates is completely free we only charge employers for posting job on our platform and return they get uh, relevant candidates uh quickly so that's that's a simple model business model that we have got you so one thing i'm curious to understand so india is a diverse country and uh, you know uh, even even if uh, you look at the apps that uh, cater to whole india uh, like the you know e-commerce portals or the you know swiggies or zomatos even they also target to a certain category of users like the urban users and uh, like that so tell us what are your challenges you know in uh, targeting or catering to a very diverse population of india see uh, the challenges are multiple uh, so when we basically uh, started engaging with users right uh, we started only english mm-hmm. as a language mm-hmm. right and we saw that people are not very uh, accustomed to that right then we basically introduced english mm-hmm. uh and like like things like thoda english on the platform right it was very new what is this like never ever heard this word in 2016 17 right when we launched mm-hmm. this yeah. uh things like the entire app was on, was in english okay it still is mm-hmm. for north and north india western india more major to the north north side basically uh, uh types hindi in english Mm-hmm. uh right and so 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 there was a lot of experimentation that we understood that okay this works and it's mm-hmm. what the people want right mm-hmm. second india is a diverse country with uh, more than 10 languages 12 languages which covers like 85% of, of the population now having that diverse set of languages on the app was very very important so right from our acquisition channel to basically finally uh, getting the outcome the entire chain was uh, made vernacular mm-hmm. uh, right and i'm talking about 2016 17 days and no, nobody would have thought about it right uh, and we did that during that time mm-hmm. and we saw significant improvement in our funnel numbers people liking our app uh, organic rate right so we're like uh, 50% of our uh, app is word of mouth Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, people have downloaded because the friends have told them about the app, right? So that is the power of the platform uh, 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 that we see today because of that. Uh, I read it somewhere that uh, your vision is to uh, provide meaningful livelihood to almost two fifty eight million blue collar workers in India. So I can you can you tell us how close are you to achieving this vision? What are some of some of the metrics that that your platform has uh, the can you can you share so we are very far uh, uh obviously it's a, it's a large number it's it's like a vision mission purpose uh, right uh, and the market is huge and the population is growing so when we started off it was 237 million mm. today it is 258 mm. right so but the population has grown and so basically when we started off right uh, we used to be few hundred hires 200 hires it used to be a large number right 
today we are providing livelihoods to 1.8 lakh people in a month uh, right that is close to 2 million in, in a year 20 lakh people in a year they are providing meaningful livelihoods mm-hmm. right uh, nobody would have, i don't know how even 20 lakh people look like uh, right? if you just look at a stadium if there are 1 lakh people sitting who have provided your job right uh, it's a, it's a very very massive and large number mm-hmm. uh, but still it's the, the final goal is to to 50 million people still very large lot of things to be done yet we just crash the surface the market is so huge and massive that it will take another 5 10 years to, to make like a meaningful contribution to the country and the economy what are some of the most sought after job categories on your platform and uh, uh, what are the different trends that you see about you know the blue color industry of india Yeah, so let me answer second one first, right? Uh, so I think our national average, uh, like only twenty percent females actually work, right? Mm-hmm. On our platform, around forty percent females actually get a job. So if I if I say one eighty thousand people that we are providing jobs, mm-hmm. around eighty to ninety thousand, eighty thousand people are females, which is higher than the national average. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the kind of jobs we have provided, right, which females are very really looking to work on. right so that's that's one key focal area also that we had that's one of the interesting trend that we see which is very different from uh, the market or or at a, at, a, at a national level other uh, things uh, right uh, is uh, i just missed a first question what was the first question that you had the categories which job categories yeah are... so so the most uh, Sort of the categories uh, we look is towards this. They call the can the candidates call it as back office uh, category. So mm-hmm. what this category means is jobs like office admin, computer operator, uh, basically desk jobs, mm-hmm. right? It's the most sort of the category mm-hmm. uh, on the platform. Then telecalling, right? Is also one of the category where people. are applying for jobs a lot uh we are actually now also into entry level so we are not we not we, we don't call it just the blue collar platform we are also now into entry level white collar so accounts mm-hmm. the job is also a very uh, lucrative category followed by delivery boy jobs office boy jobs receptionist jobs uh, technician jobs right so all these are like the top categories that 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 we have on our app today achhi now moving on to the next part tell us uh, about uh, your your personal journey of entrepreneurship so why did you choose entrepreneurship what motivated you to you know switch from a you know well paying job to a, into a uncertain path so see uh, uh so when i was in college uh, right uh, uh, i was fortunate uh, during that time that there was a startup boom just just started to begin mm-hmm. uh, talking about 10, 2012 2013 days uh, right and uh, fortunately i worked in a startup as an intern okay uh, right and the objective was basically learning right uh, mm-hmm. it was the internship was for free mm-hmm. and i thought ki chalo kaam karte let's see what 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 the work is right mm-hmm. and we did some exciting work in 3 months then i had a couple of ventures we started 
uh, in the uh, in my college uh, but we all got like lucrative jobs we moved to jobs right mm -hmm. uh, but once i entered to credit suisse uh, right uh, i worked there for almost 8 10 months initially and what happened was because i had worked in a startup because uh, i tried to start something in my college days mm -hmm. i started questioning myself that will will i be able to do this job for next 50 years okay uh, right and you started questioning yourself that why you are going uh, to today to work right and there was no clear answer i was not feeling great uh, right because you are one out of 51 people who are working mm -hmm. and uh, i just wanted to do something meaningful in life uh, and at one day i just uh, decided that uh, let me do something of my own okay. uh, and start something which is meaningful in nature mm -hmm. luckily like i was just uh, when i took this decision i was 23 mm -hmm. and uh, and when i started working there i was just 23 right so i didn't that livelihood is the the only thought was that kuch bada karna hai that was the only thought uh, that we had there was no livelihood salary kitna milega kya hoga i i was very clear that there there will be immense learning Mm. Even if I fail, I was not afraid of failure, and uh, and I was always always very excited about the problem statements that we were about to go uh, about to solve. So, right as an engineer, right as a as an engineer or as a uh, uh, someone who who build things, mm -hmm. it's a dream, right? Uh, to build a product, to build a business, or to build a company. that will be used by millions of people mm -hmm. uh, right and when we started working that that was something that really excited me that we will be impacting 25.8 crore people of india uh, and we are developing a product for them for something very very exciting a massive massive problem uh, to solve and uh, and uh, i just felt that this is the right time that i should try it out and there was no cost mm. uh, per se of of of, of basically doing that so my suggestion is that there are a lot of young people think about careers uh, think about money right mm. uh, right i i because i have done that i've seen that i feel like young people uh, right uh, mm -hmm. maybe at the age of like 25 26 27 should grow should look for exponential curves mm -hmm. right uh, that mean that in the short run you might feel that you're making less mm -hmm. but if but if there's an exponential curve that can only happen through more learning getting the right set of mentors getting the right set of people to work with should be the focal area for initial 3 4 years of uh, uh the journey after right after college or uh, graduation in whichever field you are mm. right and so i always looked at that like what what can give me that exponential curve uh in my own life right and that and just i just felt that this was something which is perfect And we still still do that in the company. So whenever we basically take a decision, right? Uh, it's more about what decision can give me that exponential curve mm. versus a linear curve, uh, right? Because in the long run, with the in the long run, right, the compounding just takes place. If you just right. if you are right and you do the right thing. Correct. Correct. So one uh, uh, one thing uh, in India, lot of people. uh don't pursue entrepreneurship because they don't find the right co-founders uh, so uh, just wanted to ask you how did you find 
your co-founder? So, uh, I, let me introduce my co-founder first. Sure. His name is Kunal Patil. Uh, uh, and he's very senior. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I was fortunate, uh, very, very fortunate uh, to get in touch with him. Uh, and uh, he had worked in US in a company called Merrill Lynch. Uh, he was doing very, very well there. Uh, right. And after working 15 years in total in different companies in India and abroad, mm -hmm. uh, so he was into New York also. Uh, uh, right. So he came back to India and his thoughts and my thoughts were pretty much similar to do something big. Mm -hmm. uh, in the social enterprise space, uh, uh, right? Mm -hmm. And the way he contacted was that uh, he basically took a incubation. So my college name is uh, SP SPIT, Sardar Patel Institute of Technology. It's basically in Mumbai, mm -hmm. or, uh, right in the SPGN campus. Mm -hmm. And uh, he took a room in the incubation center. Okay. Uh, we had a, we have an incubation center on, on the top floor in mm -hmm. the in the college right and he basically uh, did uh, take took a room and uh, he wanted a tech co-founder so he just uh, met all the professors mm -hmm. uh, and uh, one of the professor uh, just told that Nilesh is a very good guy and uh, he won't join but because he's very settled in great so he's doing great things things there. And by that time, I already designed that trade uh, So I was also oh, wow. looking to start of my own. So he just called me up and uh, we met uh, in a hotel next day. And mm -hmm. luckily things went well. Uh, right. And uh, and uh, and I opposed that we have been working together for the past now eight years. Uh, very fortunate to learn from him. Taught many things because he was much senior than me. Uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's like 15 years senior to me. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, right? And things just uh, went well. Oh, that. Wow, interesting story. My final question uh, before we end this session, tell us what is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you? How would you define the term entrepreneur or uh, who is an entrepreneur? Yeah, I would say entrepreneur uh, is difficult. It's a difficult journey. Uh, you can call it as a trauma. Uh, mm -hmm. in the in the real sense because and most of the times you'll be ambiguous you'll be self-doubting you'll be thinking maybe i'm not the right person to do it right most of the times mm. uh, right uh, and it's about knowing yourself who you are all right mm. so it, the, the journey itself is so uh intrigued and uh, uh, uh so fascinating or so traumatic, uh, right? Mm -hmm. You get to know who you are, and uh, uh, you know you got to got to get to know like what are positives, negatives, uh, right? And you have to accept it and move ahead with that, uh, right? So entrepreneurship is just about knowing yourself. Uh, traumatic, interesting, and fascinating uh, uh, for one. Well, and there's one thing. It's it's not like for everyone to be honest, right? Uh, yeah, uh, it's not for everyone. Uh, in, right. in 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 the whole world, if you do all the probability and statistical analysis, a mm -hmm. logical mind would say that you never you should never do entrepreneurship. Why is uh, that? Right, logical mind. A logical mind. You 
this apply probability right uh, like out of thousands of companies 0.01% actually make it so hmm. apply all the probability everything the amount of money you make will be always be lower than what you will make in a real job uh, right uh, so uh, the logical mind will always say no but it's more about it's more about uh, uh, doing what your heart says and just doing it so on this note we'll end the session thanks for your time um, mr nilesh and it was a pleasure to have you on our platform and i would say my best wishes for work india thank you thank you priya for your time thank you for inviting us thank you thank you nilesh thank you